Before we begin, we just want to address that there was some problems with our microphones during recording. We didn't realize it until we started editing. While we still feel this is a strong episode, just know that our audio quality will be better in the future. May the force be with you. With the Nine Sister and four Stormtroopers in tow, Inquisitor Castian Saya braves the Coruscant underworld. It is here that he finds monster stories hold a hint of truth to them. So the Ninth Sister takes you to a, a lift. She taps into the control pad, enters a code, and immediately the lift begins to descend. And you realize pretty quickly that whatever code she put in essentially made this into an express elevator mm. so that you're not going to be stopping for whatever random Joe Schmoes decide they want to hop on a lift to the Senate District. Yeah, honestly, I bet this is one of those lifts that they restrict like how low you can go. Until we said, like, no, we're Yes, and code. she's bypassed that. Because they don't want, like, some kid, like, some Senate's kid to push five <laughs> and go all the way down to hell. Not that they would have a lift that works. Of the things of, of note, you're, you're moving at a, a pretty fast clip. Uh, but you do notice that you, because I want to name drop, you pass through the, the outskirts of the Uscrew Entertainment District, which, again, is kind of that sort of red light district. It's the border between the civilized level of Coruscant and everything that's below. This is the last place that decent people will go. There's stuff below, but this is like the last place where you would expect like a tax paying business to be. Okay. Okay, got it. But it is definitely, Red Light District is the right way to think about it. Whatever vice you want on Coruscant, you can get in the Uscrew Entertainment District. This is level 5127. So level, I believe, 6000 is considered the surface. And so you've gone down less than a thousand levels before you reach the point of where you probably have never been before. And this elevator probably shouldn't go, but because of the code that the Ninth Sister put in, it's able to keep going. Eventually, it's going to stop, and we're going to have to take stairs, but we're going to ride this thing until it it, it, uh, it basically lets us. Yep. It will not let us go down to the first floor. No. I'm going to say electronics stop working at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, even just going down as far as it will go, that could be dangerous where mm-hmm. it, suddenly the track is broken. When it starts getting bumpy, we're going to try to get, we'll, we'll get off. Before it gets bumpy, it gets dark because of this transparent hollow screen. Eventually, all you can see, you can't, it's just like pitch blackness outside because the lights are so bright within that you stop being able to see outside. So all you can see are your reflections of you and the Ninth Sister and your four stormtroopers. And the uh, occasional ads that pop up on the holographic screen of, you know, Come to Hanu Hata! 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 I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite (laughs) store in the Senate District. (laughs) And around, we're going to say level 2600 is where the lift begins to shudder. Sometimes you even feel the motor cut out for a second and you free drop for a foot or two. It's never very far. It's just enough for your stomach to try to rebel and escape out your mouth. I think it's time for us to get off this lift. Getting scared, Castian? Just being cautious. I reach out and press stop. You reach out and press stop. So you are 
around level 2600. We're still, you know, we're rounding at this point because you are so deep below. There's not even signs when you get out. It's more the internal reader of the lift and you see that it's flickering between a dozen different levels. Like it can no longer get a reading of where exactly it is. It probably has some sort of GPS in it and it can no longer reach the satellites to give it an accurate reading of where it is. I have one of these flashlights. It's that's hooked up to my wrist and I just mm-hmm. tap it and hold it out and I'm shining it around the area. It is dark in here, right? Yes. It's not pitch black. It's simply that it's darker out there than it was in your lift. Down here, you see that the walls are primarily made of compressed garbage, hundreds of years worth of garbage and and buildings and civilization living on top of it has started to compress everything. So when you step out, you can still stand up straight, but the ceiling is just a couple of inches above your head. And you're the tallest person within this group. I pause and close my eyes before focusing on my breath. And then I step forward. Would you like to lead the way? The ninth sister gives you such a a disdainful look. I'm not worried of the darkness. And the closed spaces and the possibility of hundreds of thousands of pounds of steel and garbage collapsing on my head. My my smirk slowly goes down. She's been doing her homework. And she flicks on her own wrist-based flashlight and just steps ahead. You enter a tunnel as you step out of the, the lift. And actually, as soon as all of you leave the lift, it dings and the doors close and it shudders and begins to rise back up leaving you alone every hundred yards or so like we're talking football field length there's a little bit of light some sort of a forgotten piece of of tech that somehow is still drawing power and in fact as you are shining your light around you see the logo of the old coruscant electric company So there's still electric lines down here and the occasional light fixture. The garbage and the detritus has just kind of formed around the lights. And so the only light that you're seeing is where the light bulb hasn't been completely absorbed yet. If we see any citizens down there or citizens or whatever you call them, uh, perhaps we can trade for more information on this level and the levels below. There is a civilization down here from what I read. Yes, I know. So yeah, we're we're continuously moving towards mm-hmm. uh, anywhere that they can point towards like, hey, there's a lift down this way or a stairwell, anything like that. <laughs> the first one that you find, it's not a stairwell. It's actually another lift shaft that as you, you, know, you shine your light up and you can't even see, you know, your light just kind of peters off into darkness eventually. It doesn't actually hit anything. Mm-hmm. Just your light isn't strong enough to go as high as it does. But it doesn't look like there's anything active above or below and there is a ladder built into the wall that you can climb up and down i reach out and i press the button to call the lift and it doesn't even light up it doesn't even like i try to press it in but there's like this gunk on it that i can't even force it in actually if you want give me a perception roll difficulty three Uh, one success and three (laughs) threats as you're trying to push in this, this button, your flashlight shines on it, and you realize that Duracrete has caked around the sides of the button, which is normally a building material. But here it seems to have somehow climbed around the button. And as you are observing that, let's see if the ninth sister notices anything. Yes, she does. 
So as you are checking out this button, the ninth sister is shining her flashlight around a a little bit more, getting a a lay of the area. And she looks up and just says, Cassian, move. And I don't even question. I dive. And right where you're standing, a piece of Duracrete collapses and kicks up a bunch of dust and and mold. (laughs) And as you look at it, you see that this is not just a hunk of Duracrete. It's actually a Duracrete slug that has fallen. Are those dangerous? (laughs) No, they're a parasite mollusk, and they feed off the Duracrete in building foundations, and then they then excrete it as a form of armor. And this is about three to four meters in length of what looks to be solid Duracrete that just collapsed. And yeah, I'm just taking taking a step back, wrinkling my nose in distaste. Appreciate the heads up. And I'm just going to take one more glance up towards the lift to make sure nothing's coming down. Still nothing. I'm jumping for the ladder. Is it a is it a cross or is it like It's a cross, but it's maybe a yard. You could almost step across, you don't quite, just a little bit of a hop. You grab the ladder easily and you begin climbing down. Yep. How far do you intend to climb? Are you going to go to the bottom of this or when you reach a particular level? God, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep I, I think this is the quickest mm-hmm. way down. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the yeah. first one that you've seen. You saw like a couple of signs for stairwells before, but the entrances were caved in and that sort of thing. Yeah, this is the best way. We're going to go down unless if I see any signs of a civilization. Give me perception. Difficulty two. Oh, failure and a triumph. Okay. Or is that a despair? That is a triumph. Okay, so (laughs) I failed, but I got a triumph. So no successes, but something really good happens. As you're climbing down this shaft and it's fairly slow going because you're doing a lot of it practically blind you're going down maybe five levels or so when you finally come across a door to the shaft that is still open and the hallway that leads up to it there's still a couple of flickering lights on in this area and it that attracts your attention you glance out and you don't see any signs of recent civilization but there is an old tourist droid that is, it's been powered down and it's kind of leaning against a, a wall. You know, it's, it's fairly humanoid shaped. Uh, so it's it's leaning against a wall, head bowed, shoulders kind of slumped. Oh, hey, hold it for a second. And I kind of launched myself off the ladder and mm-hmm. land. Did you find anything? Yes, I, I might have found something. And I crouched down and I'm reaching into my pouch and I'm pulling out a small little tinkering kit I carry with me at all times, and I'm going to try to get this thing up and running. Give me mechanics difficulty, too. I have mechanics now. As you take out your your tinkering kit, she leaps out into the hallway with you. She sees what you are tinkering with and sighs. What do you think you're going to learn from that? Uh, Three successes and two Two threats. threats. Uh, Yeah, she says that I'm just... I'm taking a, it's going to take a second for me to get this thing open. So I'm unscrewing the back of its head and I'm using a small soldering torch to combine two circuits together. Uh, they're not the same circuit, but I'm hoping that they will power each other or something like that. That sounded mechanical enough. So and- uh, with the, the successes, this is definitely going to power up. But with the threats, it's only going to be for a couple of minutes. Cool. While you're too busy doing whatever you do for fun on Coruscant, I have a thing for putting together droids, and this is a Mach 16 Gamma Friendly. 
These are old, old tourist droids. They gave tours during the old Republic era, and I think I have it working. And the only the head pops up. The rest of the body stays in its slumped mode, but the, the head pops up. The eyes light up. They are bright, bright white. So it's almost like spotlights are shining out into the, uh, the tunnel. <laughs> a couple thousand year old droid. They weren't very elegant. It's not subtle. Even though it's built to be humanoid, it's not like it has uh, articulated jaws or anything. It has a voice box. Yes. I- I'm speaking to one of those uh, Wendy's drive through clowns. There we go. And it asks you, you can tell it's a, it has an accent. It's a very thick Coruscant accent. Think of it as if we were listening to Shakespearean English. Mm -hmm. That's how far the language has drifted in the intervening hundreds of years since this droid was last active. You can understand it, but it it takes you a second to catch up to it. I bring up my uh, data pad and I'm just typing away at, (laughs) at it. I'm trying to download its maps. I'm not getting much. The power is fluctuating. It's going to be deteriorating pretty quickly. Let me see if I can... It's just kind of going through a tourist spiel, talking about the sights and attractions around this area. Activate emergency mode. Show me all exits to this level. Basically, I'm activating it. There's an emergency. Yes, so it it has a screen in its chest. (laughs) Cool, cool. Uh, that lights up when you activate emergency mode. It's ringed in red lights, the universal symbol of emergency. The screen is flickering as it draws up a map that has the exits all clearly marked. I'm downloading whatever I can. It is going to give you the maps of this level and three levels below. Fantastic. These levels are marked 2590, 2589, 2588. So we've only gone down like 10. Yep. Uh, I let out a sigh. Okay. And then the thing probably shuts down. Up. It sparks dramatically. It's, it's almost embarrassing. I don't even think about it, but I, I, I lay the droid down and I stand up. I was able to get some information from it. I turn the data bat towards her. She looks at it for a moment and scoffs. It's a 500 year old map. What are we supposed to learn from that? This is a 500 year old level. They match. And I don't know about you, but the ladder inside the lift is getting more deteriorated. Soon enough, something's going to break and we're going to plummet. I'd rather take the stairs. Fine. Come along. This place looks festive. Look, over there, that rat looks rather nice. Yes, in fact, it is a hive rat. It's gray and hairless. It's actually rather large. It's probably two, two and a half meters. It looks very unfriendly. Its body is riddled with tumors and calluses. Uh, And so it does hiss at you and it kind of waddles away because it can't run very fast. If you'd like to give me a core world check, difficulty one, you can learn more about it. I would love to. Would you like to know more? (laughs) One uh, success. One success, which is enough for you to know that hive rats are named such because they are group creatures when you see one that means that there's you very rarely see just one so most likely there are more in the area they aren't aggressive but they will defend themselves leave it alone these are hive rats they run in a pack and they get angry when you kick them what doesn't come along and i'm taking lead now following the map on my data pad and as you are walking through this this area of the Coruscant, Undercity, you're seeing 
It's very eerie. It seems that whatever reason this level was abandoned, it was abandoned during some kind of festival. So you see ancient banners which have just been caked with dust and grime, so you can't even make out what they may have been for. But you see banners are hanging across the hallway, you know, what once would have been stretched between two buildings. There are flags hanging off. You see some crumpled bits of what was once brightly colored paper here or there. Now it's all gray with tinges of pink or blue, that sort of thing. So like as you said, like some levels are pretty cramped, but there are some levels that there was a city here. So yep. there are buildings on levels. So yes. it's not like Every level is a hallway. It's like, no, this level is... This is... this. The closest analogy is almost like you're in an old-timey main street. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge boulevard. Some of these buildings are multiple stories. Yes. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. The compression is a little less here. So you're not quite as cramped. Right. Yeah, I'm looking around, but a smirk on my face. This is creepy, I'm sure, to everybody else, but I don't know. I think it's kind of homey. Give me a perception check. Difficulty, two. Uh, One advantage. All right, so as you are exploring this, I'm going to call it the promenade. I like promenade. As you are exploring this promenade, shining your flashlight around, you see more of those Duracrete slugs. You see them mostly attached to the bottoms of buildings, actually. The one that you saw earlier kind of fell from the ceiling. But here, there are more lining the ground, and they're all attached to these old buildings. And you see, extending out from where the slugs are attached, lots of cracks as they are feeding off of the foundations of these ancient buildings. Be very careful where we walk. Try to make as little noise as possible. These buildings do not look safe. Give me a stealth roll to be quiet. This is going to be still difficulty two. Oh, wow. Three successes and two threats. Let's see how she does. Two successes and two threats. And our stormtroopers are going to roll as well. The stormtroopers are the quietest amongst you. What? I don't know how. How many did they get? Uh, They got three successes. I got three successes? Well, they got three successes and no threats. How about that? Okay. These guys are good. (laughs) I have to impress them. Suck in your gut. (laughs) Are you guys hiring? So the stormtroopers, they're staying behind the two of you. They're walking huddled together, but with their backs together, so that they have a gun facing in each direction. Smart. So they, they are totally chill with everything that's going on here. The ninth sister, she had a threat. She's being fairly cautious as well, but she also, you know, she's kind of making a little bit of a, a ruckus, but not enough, you know, nothing's about to fall down or anything, but she's not quite taking you seriously entirely, I suppose, is what her attitude is showing. You, as you are walking as as quietly as you can, you smell smoke. Not a lot. Just the faint hint of perhaps some sort of cook fire. I hold up my hand, and I'm trying to get a sense of where the smoke is from. You're looking and you're comparing to the, the map. You see that just a couple of meters ahead, there is a side street. And as you are you smell this smoke, and you're kind of looking around, and you see the smoke wafting out from that side street that's ahead. Come along. And yeah, we're going to check out that side street. As you peek your head around the corner, you don't see anything. Except the embers of a fire that somebody hastily tried to put out. Are we in the area where the quakes could have originated? Yeah, I, they they said there's probably about a thousand levels that they said, it's somewhere in here, have fun. Then we're going to look for this person. I was like, someone was just here, try to find them. Perhaps they know something about what's going on. 
Are you searching? Are you going to call out to them? What do you want to do? I'm searching. We're in a silently search. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out where they're hiding. Okay. Let's make this a streetwise check. How many difficulty? Three purple. Three successes, but three threats. Okay. This side street narrows into more of an alley to the point where if you keep walking forward, at a certain point, you wouldn't be able to stay straight. Right. It'd be smaller than your, your shoulder width. But before you get to that, you have a flash, just an instant of warning before out of a shadowy doorway, you see a fist swing out and you're able to duck away. But somebody comes flying out of this doorway, fists flailing, trying to punch you in the face. They don't have a weapon. They're just going with fists. Yep. So, yeah, I'm trying to restrain them. Would that be like a brawl or something? Uh, just to restrain, we're going to say athletics versus three purple. I got one triumph and one threat. He clocks you across the jaw once. That's your your threat. Doesn't do any damage. But the ninth sister saw you get punched by this guy who, you know, you are able to grab his wrists and hold them behind his back. And so she saw you get punched out by a guy that weighs maybe 100 pounds soaking wet. I didn't get punched out. I'm sorry. That was poor language choice. That's how she'll tell the story. Yes. Yeah, I slammed him against the wall. So (laughs) who is this? This is a very thin human male shaved head, pale skin, you know, from not having seen daylight in forever. Very grungy. He's wearing clothes that are are very ragged and covered in dust, much like those the paper and the banners. The color is gray, but that's not the color that they started out. It's just that grungy. He's like, ah, cheese, man. Ah, cheese. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Restrainers. No, no, no. There's no need for that, man. There's no need for that. I'm trying to find a pipe. We're going to slap the cuffs on him. So you spin him around, handcuff him to some kind of pipe that isn't covered in Duracrete slugs. Ah, jeez, man. He's like kind of vibrating. Think of the guy that tries to hold up Bruce Willis in the fifth element (laughs) at his door. Ah, jeez. Ah, man. Oh. He looks you up and and down. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't do it. I didn't do nothing, sir. Someone of my caliber is not sent down to deal with the likes of you. I have no interest in whatever you think you haven't done. All right, man. All I want is information. And if you give me information, you can go I, back. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I ain't seen nothing. Nothing happening here. Do Just- you really think it's a good idea at this point to tell me you're no use to me? Ah, uh, jeez. So... Can I ask my question, and will you answer truthfully? Uh, yes. Give me a coercion. Versus one red, two purple. Oh, oh, hey, a triumph. And two threats. And a success, though. Ah, jeez. And you see him cross his legs as he pisses himself. Pinch the bridge of my nose. First question. There has been a series of quakes the Empire is worried about... You, you do know what the Empire is, correct? Yes! Fantastic. What's your name? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I don't care. A series of quakes have occurred from these areas. Do you know what's causing them? No. Why did you run from us? He looks from you to the Ninth Sister to the four stormtroopers behind you. Ah, uh, jeez. Ain't nobody supposed to be down here from nowhere. Ain't nobody supposed to be down here from nowhere. I, I didn't know. You could have been You could have been one of those ogres. You could have been You could have been eight of those ogres. 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 What the hell is an ogre? The ogres. Just shake my head. All right. Fine. There's ogres, man. They're going to eat your face and use your bones as toothpicks. All right. I'm just going to call you Twitch. 
Oh, jeez, man. Twitch? Yeah. Is there any other threats that we need to be worried about? Ogres. Just ogres. Well, what? He starts, like, kind of rubbing his back against the, the pole like a, a bear. Rats. You're wonderfully useless. The, the, the Thon, they want to eat your flesh. Do I know what a Thon is? Roll me of uh, roll me core worlds. Yeah, I'm guessing two purple. Yes. Uh, failed. Oh. Three advantages, but I don't know what you give me. But yeah. Uh, from the advantages, you've heard, uh, you know, monster stories about the uh, the Kathan. They are the Star Wars equivalent of zombies. Zombies. Delightful. They want. They can't see you, but they can see you. Have you felt the shaking down here? Yes. Oh, there's so much shaking, and it wants. And when did they begin? Um, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't seen the sun in like decades. And I don't know what a day is. I don't know what a year is. I sh- I sigh and I just release them. And grab the back of his... Uh, yeah! He started to, to run. I grab the back of his shirt, and I pull out a ration pack and slam it into his stomach. Thank you for your service, the Empire. Appreciate your assistance, citizen. And I just kind of... I kind of grab him by the back of his pants and just haul back into wherever he came from. Ah, jeez, man! That was a delightful waste part of time. Come on, keep an eye out for ogres. Not too long after that, you find the first stairwell for you to take down farther into the Undercity. Roll me perception again. This is going to be difficulty two. Uh, three. Three successes. There's four flights of stairs that are completely clear, and as you reach each landing and kind of look around the immediate area, you're not seeing anything. So there's there's nothing of interest. You don't hear anything on these levels, so you don't have any need to go out and explore any farther. As you reach the fifth level, you do hear the sound of powerful jaws gnawing on something. I'm guessing there's no way to go down further. We have to go through this way? You can. You With the, with the three success, you know that there is something on this level. That's all you get at this point. You can hear it, but you don't know what else is going on. But you can, there's, the stairs are clear. You can keep walking. We need to investigate everything. We do not know what it is, so we're going to have to check it out. All right. There's dim lighting on this level. The lighting on this level doesn't come from electrical lights. There's some kind of phosphorescent moss. Yes, bioluminescent moss that is creeping along the sides of the buildings. So are, are you going to keep your flashlight on? Or no, are you going- no, I'm going to turn it off if I can. <laughs> yes, you can turn it off. As you walk out into the... This is almost another promenade. This is the haunted house version of that level that you were on where it was bright colors and still some lights. Down here, the bioluminescent moss casts everything in an eerie blue light. And there's deep shadows from where the moss just isn't bright enough to to reach. As you are cautiously circling out into this promenade, you see a shadow. Trying to be as silently as possible. Roll me stealth. It is going to be two red. One failure and one threat. <laughs> I, I am very silent. Mm-hmm. And then my foot comes down on a, some sort of bone and it's just, it just echoes. And you see what you thought had just been a shadow move. It is a 
giant, eight-foot-tall creature seems to perk up, look in your direction, and it starts hobbling towards you. It kind of has a lopsided gait, and as it begins to pick up speed loping towards you. You see it has one shoulder that's higher than the other. It's kind of hunchbacked. One leg seems to be longer than the other until it finally steps into a more well-lit area and you see this primitive humanoid covered in sparse patches of hair. The skin is is leathery. The head is Half of it is taken up with this wide mouth that seems to stretch from ear to ear, filled with jagged teeth, some of them unnaturally sharp, some broken off. Some are piercing its upper lip, actually. It's grown through the skin. And yes, it is absolutely an ogre. I will not be trying to communicate <laughs> with this thing. My quick draw my lightsaber. Um, because you rolled a threat, it's going to get a chance to swipe at, oh, yeah, yeah, swipe at you first. You know what? You do you, bro. <laughs> so he is going to attack you first. He's swiping a massive, dirty paw at you. Uh, it doesn't really have claws, just has really long, jagged fingernails. You don't want to think about what sort of bacteria is growing underneath those. So he's going to, you have a defense of one, you said. So that is going to add one black. So he had three successes and a threat. So that is going to be five damage as this paw just comes across your face. Is it wounds or strain? Uh, It is wounds, but you get to soak. Can I parry? Can you parry a punch? Yes, I believe it says I can actually do that with melee or brawl. All right. You said said five damage? Yes. Uh, Wait, strain is easier to heal, isn't it? Yes. Then Then I'll take the strain. So yeah, I parried. So roll me cool. It got the the first strike in. That is because you had a threat. Uh, One success, two advantages. All right, and we're going to roll the ninth sister and the stormtroopers. All right, stormtroopers actually get to go first. These guys are fantastic. (laughs) They are great. This is who you want on your side. Where are you from? 501st. I see. Do you want a, a seltzer water or something? This makes so much sense now. All right. So stormtroopers are going to open fire first. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Three successes, two advantages. Not enough for them to crit, but definitely a fair amount of damage. Uh, They just open up their blasters on the ogre, and the ogre rears back... I'm going to ask these guys what we should do next. (laughs) As the ogre roars, you hear footsteps from farther into the darkness. Other ogres coming. Coming. More coming. Well, then let's take care of this and get out of here. The ninth sister says before she pulls out her own blaster. But she's also not the greatest with a blaster. Uh, Yeah, she is not the greatest at all and totally misses. Whiffs. Castian, it is your turn. I'm using my lightsaber. All right. One hit, one triumph, and three advantages. Ooh, very nice. So triumph means you crit. A crit is going to kill this thing. What happens? You leap at it with a lightsaber. So the creature holds up its hands to block me, and my lightsaber cuts through his arms, cuts through his head, and when my character lands behind the thing, the audience sees the ogre crumble to the ground, and Castian turns around, looks towards the other, and says, we need to get going now. Back to the stairwell. Athletics checks, everyone. Wait a minute. 
What was he chewing on? You go forward to investigate, and it was a, it was a, a long piece of metal that when you pick up, you can see it had some kind of engravings in it. Mm-hmm. If you stick around to try to figure out what these engravings are, more ogres are going to show up. I will take it with yes. me, and we're running. We're running, we're running. Give me an athletics check. Difficulty two red, one purple. I got two successes. All right, you got two successes. So you are definitely able to hustle. Let's see how our good friends, the stormtroopers, do. Stormtroopers succeed with one threat. You hustle out of there. The stormtroopers start to run as well, but much like a horror movie, the last one we see stumble and fall to the ground and then is just pulled into the, sh- the dark shadows. You're going to save him. Oh, you're going to save him. These guys have picked up the slack. <laughs> I mean, Castian. Castian's all about competence. Mm-hmm. And the last people he dealt with literally let their COs have a barbecue on a planet. And <laughs> this, these guys were competent. So yeah, my character's going to try to save them. So you're force jumping. Yeah, force jumping mm-hmm. towards the darkness and swinging uh, towards whatever it is. The scene is lit up by the glow of your red lightsaber as you are leaping back into the fray. The glow illuminates another one of the ogres. But it has uh, reared up because it's going to try to Hulk smash onto the stormtrooper. And actually, it Hulk smashes the ground next to it, rattling everything. You're in midair, so this doesn't affect you. But it does affect the ninth sister, and she face plants onto the ground. Uh-huh. Just two purple to attack it. Two successes, one triumph, and an advantage. The advantage is the ninth sister is going to be able to get to her feet because you're seeing another a third ogre is coming down the way triumph crits though how do you take it out as the thing pulls back its arms i'm so excited that i'm triumphing on this one uh, to bring down on the trooper and the trooper holds up his arm and over him leaps castian castian's feet land right on the ogre's shoulders and castian just stabs him right in the head and the body collapses on the ground and castian's right on the creature's chest and he's screaming everybody stairwell now and that third ogre that was coming forward, it sees you with the, the lightsaber and it sees two of its fallen comrades and it goes, and it falls to its knees in front of the first one that you decapitated and delimbed. And it's, it's crying. I'm grabbing hold of the stormtrooper and I'm throwing him into the stairwell. And you all make it back to the stairwell. And I turn towards the trooper. Your leg, is it injured? Will it slow us down? He shakes his head. Good. Keep up. Next time I'm not going back for any of you. Uh, I look towards the ninth sister. Happy for you to join us. I'm sorry I was distracted by you taking time to look for souvenirs. And she jerks her chin at the staff that you're still holding because you rolled incredibly well. So, of course, you kept hold of this staff. Let's go down and find a place to rest. It was chewing on something. Might be a clue. This doesn't look rusted. Does it look rusted? Not really. It looked out of place. That's yes. why I grabbed it. Okay. So yeah, we're going to go down a few flights of stairs, kind of set up a camp. Nothing too fancy, just a nice lantern in front of me. The troopers are fanning out to keep watch over everything, make sure nothing comes up, nothing comes down. And me and the ninth sister are crouching before the staff, whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. And I'm looking it over to see what it is. Uh, give me a, an, a lore roll. This is going to be difficulty one. One advantage? One advantage. No success, though. In the light of your flashlight, you're able to make out that there is some kind of writing on this staff, but between 
age and the fact that it was gnawed on by a giant ogre, you can't make out anything that it says anymore. Uh, you can just recognize a couple of individual letters, and uh, they're not even letters, they're more pictograms, icons, and you recognize two of them as being Jedi. I think these are Jedi markings. Coruscant is littered with the junk of the fallen Jedi. No, 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 no. This seems... This is an old dialect. I mean, I barely even... Barely remember what they even mean, but... This is an old dialect, but it seems... It seems like it's new. It doesn't seem like it's an old staff. Like someone made this recently. Or more recently than when this place was abandoned. You don't feel any special connection to the Force right. through this. Like, this isn't an artifact. Yes. But they have an ancient Jedi symbol mm-hmm. on a hunk of metal, which is weird. Yep. Jedi might be down here. Wouldn't that be a, quite the prize? I mean, it's no Force using Wookiee, but I give her a sly look. But it might be the answer we're looking for. There's no answers in that met piece of metal. I'm going to cut the ends of the staff and mm-hmm. so I can put the piece of hunk of metal with the symbols in my backpack. Come on. We still got plenty of levels to go and it's just going to get harder from here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shop, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. You can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.